Lindsey Brown, you could catch her work. 1140 The Bet out in Las Vegas, my second favorite place on this planet next to Lambeau Field. Lindsey, you're joining us on the Roman Guest Line, and we thank you for it. How are you to this fine evening? I'm doing pretty great, especially since I'm not at Lambeau Field. <laughs> oh, wow. Why? Because it's cold? Yeah, yeah or I can do it's a dump? that. It is not a yeah. dump. It's the most beautiful place on this earth. It's a little earth. snarly, too. That's, that's what I hear. Oh, yeah, because, well, you're, I feel like you're they, a rival. Well, I feel like Lambeau has, like, the most precision in terms of, like, the blades of grass on the field. I did, like, an interview with Geronimo Allison one time, and they took me around Lambeau, and they told me, like, the precision and, like, attention to detail that they have for that field before game day is, like, second oh, to none. Oh, it's, it's beautiful. And I will say this. Lindsay, like— so I, I am from Chicago, and I am a Packers fan, one of, like, two. All my buddies, they always go to Lambeau Field, and they're like, man, I hate the Packers, but everybody here is just so nice. I don't know. I, I think they would welcome you with a – have you ever been? No, I haven't had the privilege, and I do want to get there because it's basically a bastion of, of history there. But I, I just – the Scanner Squawk uh, Twitter account that I follow that basically yeah. just follows the police, it's the best thing on Twitter, I swear. That's, that's I've never what I just envision in my imagination. I've never oh, heard really? of this. It, no. Send it's it to hilarious. Me. I will. I will. Yeah. So I'm guessing you're not going to be betting on the Packers. They're five and a half point favorites at home. This is the Saturday night, 8.15 p.m. kickoff. Uh, the total in the game is 47 and a half. You like San Francisco in the game? I like San Francisco in that game, and it's not just because I don't like the Packers. Yeah. Because Green Bay, I, their defense isn't that great. And last year they said it was all right, but it was only all right last year because the year before that it was abysmal. And so – I think the Niners, if they're able to keep it on the ground, and I anticipate the the Lord Jimmy Garoppolo to shine his light in every dark, cheesed corner, uh, including that Appleton Culver's drive-through line, which is basically the Wisconsin version of seven points. Damn, uh, Lindsay. Yeah, I, I don't like your Packers. I I don't like your Packers. It's basically. funny you don't like my Packers, but like I like you like the more trash. Like these are the things that I say to the people in Wisconsin. Like yeah, I I, I like you more and more though. I, it's okay that you don't like Me my too. team. I hate your team, but I like you, and that's all that matters. You know, like my dad is a Bears fan. He hates my team, so really doesn't offend me all that much. And I'm with you, like. I if I was like let's say that I'm not a Green Bay fan and I'm looking at the number man, I think this should be closer to three. I, I think like with everybody healthy, like we learned tonight, like Nick Bosa is going to play, Fred Warner is going to play. I think mm-hmm. five and a half might be too many points. Don't care. I have to bet the Packers though. Trista, you could take it away because she doesn't hate you and your team. It's it's facts, <laughs> Lindsay. We're going to go all over the place because I know Ryan's got lots of questions and plays, and we talk about plays a lot. But me and you, when we get weird on Thursdays, we talk a lot about like. More, I guess, like less number stuff, more hypothetical mm. things, more like qualitative questions. Yeah. Uh, to me, I said today to Ryan, I don't know if you've seen Ant-Man, but it feels like Russell Westbrook has like had Ant-Man go inside of his body and go subatomic and take control of him because he just looks awful. I think the Lakers are broken. If you were in charge, do you feel like there's any fixing this team? And if so... You know, what would you do? Fixing with him still on the team or fixing it without him on the team? Period. I mean, I don't think you're going to move him. I don't think you can move him. You kind of have to reap what you sow this year. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think there has to be some sort of closed-door meeting. and I'm sure there has been. It just seems like there there's a lot of people on their own island, a lot of individuals. And this is where you just get nervous when you bring a bunch of veterans together, a bunch of just superstars. You know, there's a lot of egos involved, and, and they're 
uh, riding still on those coattails from 2020. And so I, I think it's really about getting it down to that micromanagerial level and, and breaking it down and being like, what's your role for this quarter? Like, what are we trying to do, guys? Because it just seems like it's so disjointed that even just the manner in which Russell's playing, it doesn't really make sense. Like you said, and he's not playing well. And so it's like, what's your system other than just like hero ball and then hopefully LeBron saves us in the end. It just, there's no direction. And so I, I don't know, maybe it's a coaching change, but I also don't think it's the coach's fault. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I agree. How I would fix the team I don't even know how I would fix that team, honestly, to be quite honest with you. How would you fix, Lindsay, the Tennessee Titans? Because I'm just kidding. Uh, the Titans tomorrow, though, are three-and-a-half-point favorites, but like nobody wants to bet them for some reason. Nobody wants to give them any respect. Do you like Cincinnati tomorrow, or do you like Tennessee? Tennessee, obviously, at home, and Derrick Henry's going to play in this game. I like Tennessee, mm-hmm. but like everybody hates this team. I get that they're kind of boring, and Cincinnati's the fun, exciting, up-and-coming team. Who do you think wins that game tomorrow? I'm I'm with everybody else on the Bengals, but I, I can understand why people are excited to get Derrick Henry back in there. But in many ways, maybe this is a hot take. I think the reimplementation of him and just high skill level, big time players where you have to get them the ball sometimes can provide more problems than solutions. Like it's just very easy to overcomplicate it, and they already have so many guys that can that can catch the ball from from Ryan Tannehill. But I, I just really like the the energy that's emanating from the Bengals and and the manner in which they were able to win last week. It just seems like they're, they're playing with house money at this point. And so when you're playing free and clear, uh, especially with the Titans being a number one seed and having the bye last week, I don't trust Mike Vrabel nearly as much as other people do in the playoffs. And you make it to the AFC championship game once, and then apparently everybody's like ready to anoint you. But yep. uh, I, I, I go with energy and I go with momentum, and that's all uh, with, the, with the strikes. Me and you talked uh, this weekend a little bit about like just style of of leadership and how you change and 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 to me it's an interesting I guess coaching battle between a guy that leads with fear which is Mike Vrabel guys end up playing for him and playing in a way because they're afraid of either losing uh, time on the field or the way that he leads in terms of like aggressive uh, like mentality and then you have Zach mm-hmm. Taylor who's given pretty much all of the reins over to Joey Burrow and he's like the de facto leader on this team at so at, at such a young age like how do you handicap in terms of like mentality of coaching or how do you do you bet in that way I mean it's something I certainly consider cuz you have to think well how hard are these guys going to fight for each other or fight just in general like you said it, it could be because they're afraid of losing playing time. I'm sure there's egos involved where there's legacy. I don't want to not be the starter. I want to be part of this play. I don't want to be on the bench. I, I'm i not really sure. It's When it comes to when you're fighting for someone and all the chips are on the, on the table and you have one play, I go with the positive energy more, more so. But if the game has transpired in a manner where – there's just certain factors like certain plays aren't, aren't working for one side and the other side's been been able to convert, but it's sloppy and stuff. Sometimes that negative energy can win out, but ultimately it, it, it's just about being able to execute and fight for, for those extra yards. And so I think it's easier to fight for positive energy and, and for people that feel like they're on a path of destiny right now. And that's the Bengals more wow. so than the Titans. 
Path of Destiny. Yeah, I like that. Lindsay, Sunday are the two uh, games I think that like, everybody wants to watch. You get the Rams and the Bucks, and then the Bills, Chiefs. What are your thoughts on Rams, Bucks? Because it's hard to bet against Tom Brady. But I don't know. I have this oh, yeah. weird feeling. The, are you? Me too. I think the Rams are going to win this game outright. Same. They're plus 125 on the money line. Your thoughts? Yeah, weirdly, I think the more of the pressure is on the Rams just because there's so much riding on this specific roster. Uh, but I, we all saw Tristan Wirfs last weekend. Even if he's able to go in that depreciated state, it's almost worse if he's if he's out there or if he's not out there. And that's not the only place where the Bucks are banged up. And you know, it, they have Von Miller on that defensive line. He's the guy that showed us the way in that AFC championship game uh, when he was with the Broncos and route to their championship, exactly how you get to Tom Brady. And it's right up the gut. And so, and that was with him and champ Bailey and all those names. And none of those names included Aaron Donald. And so I think they're better equipped to, to get after him uh, tomorrow or, or whenever they have that game. And so that's, I'm picking the Rams, but uh, Stafford has to continue to play well, but at least he doesn't have the, well, he's never won a playoff game. Well, we took care of that last week, baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Another game that I think we're excited to watch, Buffalo Bills, Kansas City Chiefs. Buffalo is a different team since the last time they played them in Arrowhead. Same thing, though, with Kansas City. Their defense has really transformed. They've got Melvin Ingram, and then things kind of changed and clicked into place. Bills are a one-and-a-half-point dog. The line's been kind of moving down, 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 down. Um, what would you do in this game, and like, how are you thinking about how it plays out from a football perspective? I'm all in on the Bills. Uh, you guys yeah. aren't, aren't any stranger to my take that if they beat the Pats that I think that they're on a really big trampoline. And it just seems like the Bills have all the urgency. You have to think about this all of last offseason, at least losing that AFC championship game. You have your season. You build up to this. and You have a full head of steam off of the win last week. And they have a great defense. They can turn the ball over, uh, especially if the game turns into a keep-up or a catch-up, which a lot of people are saying this is going to be a shootout type of, of matchup. Uh, and I haven't even mentioned anything about Josh Allen yet. And we all know how he can scramble for first downs and, and doze their bowls. And so I ride or die with, with his ability to make things happen. And, and I'm injecting the Bills Mafia juice straight into my veins. Wow. It's, I, that's what I'm doing. There's no need to blitz Mahomes, though, right? Guys, like, you make him be disciplined, make him pass in the pocket and play traditionally, and maybe you can beat him just straight up instead of having to rely on last-second heroics. Yeah, I love to hear that because I was going to ask you, you know, when my team gets eliminated from the playoffs, which is usually, like, the week before the Super Bowl or they just don't make the playoffs, and I always, like, you have to find a team to root for. So for you, is it the Bills? For me, it's the Bills. I have I went out to school out on the East Coast, and yeah. I had a few of my teammates that were from the Buffalo area and are, are very diehard. So there's a lot of storied history there with failure, and I'm a kindred spirit in that, as you know. And so I'm 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 all in on the Bills. It's hard not to root for the Bills. Like, I know. listen, as a Dallas Cowboy fan, we were absolute trash, uh, and now I think I'm just all in on Bills Mafia. I really want to see Bengals Bills AFC Championship, and I really don't care who wins from there, but. Bill's Mafia is like a different sort of energy, a different sort of fan base. And like, what else do you have out there? I know. And they, that's the thing. And like, they're finally getting success. That's why it was so awesome to watch that game against New England. Cause like last year, you know, they make the playoffs and they got to host the game, but they only had like 20% capacity. So it was cool seeing everybody there. Lindsay, we got about one minute. What do you do for the games? Like what's your plan for the weekend? Because I'm jealous you're in Las Vegas uh, I am in the DMV area, and I have an eight-year-old, so I have to babysit him all weekend and try to watch the games. Sweat my favorite team. What are you? What are you doing for the games? Are you just relaxing? Or are you going somewhere special? I'll probably 
can make myself a breakfast burrito. I'll put my fuzzy socks on. Wow. I'll play some music. Just basically get on the on the throne and and stay in because there's plenty of parties here, as you know. But it's no fun if I don't have any friends to party with. So until you guys get down here, it's just the throne room for me and the cat. So see, we get, and exactly and exactly. I'm out here. I just moved out here. Trista just moved out here. We don't know anybody. Well, we have to make this a thing. We have to next year for the Super Bowl. We're doing a show together. We'll do something for on sure. Radio Row, even if I have to fund it myself. But for that to happen, my 14 to 1 Packers ticket does need to cash. So wish me luck, even though you're a Vikings fan. Please, could I just have one nice thing? Win all of your other bets, but not that one. Damn it. <laughs> I don't I don't want the other bets. Lindsay, have a great night. Thank Thanks, you. Lindsay. Lindsay Brown, eleven forty the bet out in Las Vegas. Even though she's in Las Vegas, we'll just be chilling at the house in her slippers, making a breakfast burrito, which actually sounds delicious. I don't know how to make a breakfast burrito except for like the kind that you throw in the microwave and I would never do that. You know my theory on things in the microwave. Unless you're a serial killer, you don't cook things in the microwave. Except for popcorn. Which it's actually facts. is better it's facts. on the stove. You know, like in the movie Scream when Drew Barrymore's making it? 